the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Lakin, and with me is this guy who came off the street. Alec Led. Hi, Steven. Steven's also with us. Wee, 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 Hi, Christine. A New Year snorer. I am a snorer. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Oh I'm your host, Alak Khaled. And you just, Steven's ears are bleeding. That's so mean. That's fine. Who are you? <sighs> She's pregnant, folks. She's getting bigger by the minute. I am. I'm getting bigger by the minute. Bigger and bigger. I can't believe you didn't bring me Chick-fil-A, actually. I was thinking about that today because I watched Southern Charm the other day. Oh I'm God. so I'm obsessed with Southern, Southern Charmed. Charmed. Hold on a second. I'm so glad e- it's back, you guys. Everyone is everyone is broken up with each other. Everyone's broken this up. This bitch that's the new girlfriend to what's she's his name? She's awful. She's disgusting. But she's I would awful. love to meet you and <laughs> come to our podcast. Um, I love her. I yeah. love her. I hate her. I love her. I hate no, her. I can't stand her. She's an idiot. But Cameron is like nine months pregnant and just eating for Jesus. And it makes me so happy. Right. And the best part about Cameron is, is like she hates being pregnant. She's like, yeah. I could just live without it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I follow her on Instagram and I just she's like my spirit. Animal. Well, you know, she was on a real world. I know. Yeah. That's how she got started. I she know. She was on a real world. It's, uh, it's quite. I mean, Shep brings her. Shep brings her Chick-fil-A in bed. I just feel like you could take a lesson or two. It, I can't go to Chick-fil-A in Hollywood. Why? I can only go to Chick-fil-A out of town. Because of the politics? Because of the politics. And if I do, I have to like wear a hat and sunglasses. It's a hard thing. I can't be seen at the Chick-fil-A in L.A. But you all, you said when the whole thing came out, you were like, well, if you don't like their politics, go get a job at Chick-fil-A and open a franchise and show them. No, I know that. But still, I got to be careful. Like when I go like out of town, I'll eat Chick-fil-A all day. It's you're, like rosé all day, Chick-fil-A all day. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're a closet Chick-fil-A. I am so closet Chick-fil-A. And then, you're you Chick-fil-A. Know, you know what I do, right? Is that I go when I go to Chick-fil-A, I buy for like another meal so you buy the nuggets i, I buy know. not not only the nuggets but i buy like the larger count nuggets because they're not like you don't, don't buy 13 pieces you buy 13 count um so i buy the larger count because i'm like all right i'll have a sandwich for lunch but i'll buy the count for dinner or the next day for lunch but i've individual. i got a mini fryer now what i got a little mini fryer it was on sale at target for like 19.99 so i have a mini fryer okay Everything in my apartment's mini, by the way, because I live in the studio. Okay. <laughs> so I made chicken nuggets, and I, I swear to you, Christine, and I'm not lying, and I'm going to make them again, they tasted just like Chick-fil-A. I was freaking out. And luckily, I had the Chick-fil-A sauces in my oh, – because yeah. I had extra sauces. extra. And I put it in my fridge, and I – I swear to God, I thought I was eating, and I ate, I made it myself. Okay, well, just make those and bring them over. I am. I'm gonna okay, do it again. But I want the sauce. But I like the Chick Fil A sauce. That's my. I favorite. have another packet of the sauce. Okay, I don't. I, Polynesian's fine, but Chick-fil-A I have the Chick Fil A sauce. That's the one I want. All right. What made you think of Chick Fil A, anyways? I just was thinking about Cameron, and then I was thinking about Chick Fil A, and this is where my mind goes. It all goes back to food right now. It, listen, it's it's all I have. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, because you're I not can't working. Drink. You can't work. I can't work. I'm running around after a two year old. No one's hiring you. She's driving me nuts, but you're I love unhirable. her. Unhirable. So I can't have a cocktail at the end of the day. I gotta have a nugget. Yeah, and you're bleeding money, and you have no job. 
Okay, well, that's you can't a afford harsh. a couch and that's new a little furniture. Much. You're, that's you don't have to go there. I'm just saying you're living on residuals. <laughs> Sixty cent step by step checks. Shut up. I am doing voiceover. Shut up. Oh, that's right. You're doing books, audio books. I do a lot of audio books. Yeah, yeah. I make pretty good money doing that. All right. Not enough for a couch, but right. <laughs> Enough to pay my bills. You have a new baby that you have to pay for. Enough to pay, pay my for. bills. New baby that you have to pay for. I know. I know. You don't even, you don't even know if life. he's going to take your milk. <laughs> Why are you? No, no one brought that up. And if he doesn't take your milk, then you have to buy formula. Who are you? Mari Povich? So What's expe- happening? Formula is so expensive. Okay. So right. expensive. You don't know if the baby's going to latch. I'm going to tweet out and I'll make Beverly get me some. You don't know if you, the baby's going to latch. No one's. I'm it not could reject about you this. like Hollywood has because you're pregnant. Oh my god. Anyways, it's so nice seeing you, Christine. Steven, how are you? You're with us again today. So happy to be. How back. are the cats? Hey, cats are great. How uh, are the murders? Uh, murders, unfortunately, are also great. <laughs> how are the sustainable foods? Also fabulous. Great. How's Jurassic Park? Uh, I'm excited. I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. Just saw um, that. And I think just. Right around when this comes out, they're doing like a 25th anniversary event at Universal Studios. Really, Stephen? Oh. Who's so going to be there? Honestly. I'm going to be there. I'm excited. 25 Are you going to podcast live from the ride? Ooh, I'd like to do that, but I, I have like to, to get a waterproof it. mic or something. Yeah. You no, figure just, it out. Get just, that, just get that mic I told you, that portable oh, mic. Oh, yeah, the karaoke mic. Yeah. I think you should actually at least do some voice notes, and then you could integrate them into your podcast. Yeah, well, I'm on the ride. Here ride. I am. I'm Why on the are we ride. trying to make him more busy? We barely get him here. Okay. I know he put a lot of things on the calendar today. Stephen unavailable. Stephen unavailable. Stephen not available. Available. Steven not available. I'm like, like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, we're never going to see Stephen again. It's Jurassic Park, I guess. I <laughs> no, I don't know. He's very busy. Anyways, we have a special guest. We have a very special guest today. My friend. She is your friend. My writing partner. She is your writing partner. She is a supervising producer of Hollywood Darlings. She is a supervising producer of Hollywood Darlings. Darlings. Hannah Low Payton. Hello. Low pa- is it, so it's Low Payton? It's Low Payton. It's not Lopatin? No, Lopatin. Like the Russian was Lopatin. Oh. But we got rid of that. So you're you know, Russian. Years ago. I'm Russian. Yeah. Have you done I a, am not, you know. Have you done a 23andMe to make sure? Um, my mom did. Okay. And it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty Russian Jew. Okay. Yeah. So Solid. what do you think of Trump? Solidly. Uh, and know, do you have anything to do with the not, election? Not a fan. Not following my... The Jews got out of Russia, so we're not still there doing all this. We had to leave because they hated us. called pogroms. But you're still Russian, right? Yes, but I mean a couple generations removed. My nana came over when she was four. Right, but you don't... This has always been confusing me because your religion is Judaism. (laughs) Judaism, yes. Judaism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, shalom. And um, (laughs) what... I'm inclusive. I'm Palestinian, I, I, but right. I'm inclusive. <laughs> okay. Um, but so, but you're Russian, right? Because it's a religion, not where you're from. You're not from the Jew. No, what are you talking? Right. My, well, my nationality, I would say, it, right. is, is Russian, but really American. I mean, I'm my grandparents, my on my dad's side, the, the Lopatchin has been here for a, you know three or four generations. Got it. The Rosenbergs, my mother's side, my mom was first generation. Got it. Yeah. So, I definitely... And your father's from where? Michigan. <laughs> A Midwestern Rosenberg? 
No, my dad, my father. This is how it works. So my oh, last right, name's Lo Payton. So oh, my right, father's father. Russian. Hello. I'm sorry. I had too much Lacroix. <laughs> oh God. Or Lacroix. And Lacroix. There is, Lacroix. There is a big Jew. Oh my God, Naomi. Lacroix. So I'm trying. Naomi. Lacroix. Um, there is a big Jewish population in Detroit, which is where there's I grew a big up. Muslim population in Detroit. There is huge. Yes. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. I know. We oh, and it's, I it's was the part largest of... Islamic population oh. is in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Really? I yeah. was part of the Jewish Muslim Alliance in high school. And we're bringing it back in 2018. I love it. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Have you ever been to Michigan? Uh, No. Why? Why would you? (laughs) The Uh, only reason I would go to Detroit is because I thought about when the whole recession started in Detroit, when they had that huge, like, where everything crashed and, like, it was poverty all over the place. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a great place to invest in property. That's that's true. (laughs) Well, um, probably, yes. Also, Hannah and her husband, when they got married a couple years ago... Gosh, no, a year ago. A We're year coming ago. up. It's almost our anniversary. Oh my god, I can't believe that was only a year ago. I know. Um, they got married in Ann Arbor, which is beautiful, and I had never been. Why not Detroit? Uh, you know what? We wanted a place. The I... venue is probably cheaper in Detroit. <laughs> she went to <laughs> school though in Michigan. I went too. to school in Ann Arbor. Steve's father was from Ann Arbor, so we felt like that was a good middle ground oh, wow. for us so to you... have a, a and meaningful it's just place. Really fun to have a, a wedding in a college. Yeah, town. you married a man from the Michiganian area. Yes. And Can you so, believe that? But you didn't meet there. No, we met in L.A. What does he do? He's a chef. Like a chef caterer, chef no, restaurant? Like a chef, 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 restaurant, chef. Can we mention the restaurant? Sure. It's called Soto. It's so good. Where is have this? So good. Soto, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is it? Um, it's kind of in Beverly Hills. It's Pico and Beverwell. Oh, kind of Beverly Hills. Nice. It's, adjacent. But, uh, yeah, I call it Beverly Hills adjacent. And it's delicious Italian food. It's so good. The yeah. meatballs. Oh, my God. My mouth is watering. Yeah. Why didn't you bring me some meatballs? I know. You know, why doesn't he bring... Occasionally, he brings home some bread. Does he cook at home? Not a ton. When he does, it's phenomenal. Like, probably the last time he cooked at home was we had um, Christine and Brandon over for dinner. Yeah. And that was still, like, two months ago. Was that the last time he cooked at home? Probably. Um, When he does, it's amazing. Do you cook? I do. I cook at home way more than he does. So does he judge your cooking? Yeah, but he's usually pretty complimentary about it. But he'll be like, babe, this is so good. And then I'll see him sneak some salt into it. <laughs> right. Or he, he would he's like, you know, it would have been great if you would have added just a little. Yeah. 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 So you met in L.A. at the we restaurant? Met in L.A. We met on jury duty. What? Uh, listen to me. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Hold on. Because I'm going to just say this to you. I've been di- I never get picked for a jury. Mm. I don't even get the mail like to like you, you have to show up. I don't get any of that. <laughs> Do you feel like they're profiling you? I don't know. Mm. Are they like Khaled? Oh, no, no, no. We can't have him. <laughs> I don't know. I would be a great juror, though. Speaking of Khaled's. Uh, oh, all the Khaled's are calling you right yeah. now. Yes, uh, your light flashes when you're um, I've always wanted to do jury duty. No. He's obsessed with the criminal process. I am obsessed with it. Mm. I would love to do it. I think it would be a great... I, I would love... Like, I didn't want to join the military, but I want to join a jury. I, that's <laughs> well, how I want to service my country. One is far easier than the other. I want to service my country. Yeah. You know I don't know if you can really put both of those in the same handbasket. But okay. I'm, I'm serving. And I and thank you for your sacrifice, by the way, for going to jury duty. You're welcome. <laughs> I did my civic duty. That's correct. Uh, yeah. No, we... I had been called in before, but I had never made it past, like, just reading my book, you know, for the day and then getting dismissed this time this was three years ago 
we got called in. It's called voir dire. And you get asked a bunch of questions. And this is how they narrow it down. And you like spend the whole day doing that. And it's actually like really good for a single person because you find out a lot about the other people. Well, are you right. are you in the room with everybody when yeah. they ask the questions? Yeah. So they bring they like call in a bunch of you. And then you all go together. I mean, I want to say it's like 40 people or so. And one by one, you get questioned. And it's like you find out if they're single. You find out. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't know if there was a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You find out their job. I found out because... Uh, or I revealed that I was from Michigan because one of the things is like, do you have a lawyer in the family? My father's a lawyer. And he was like, well, where's your father live? And I said, Michigan. He's like, do you think you can avoid talking to him about this trial? And I was like, I guess, um, which by the way was nearly impossible because I do talk to my father every day. (laughs) It was so hard to not talk to him. Um, it was a civil trial. It was someone suing for wrongful termination and he was suing a nonprofit organization. So, they asked, like, during voir dire, they're like, do, do you... Do they say what the organization is? I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, we knew, I mean, it was... They basically, like, keep kids off of the street and out of gangs. Oh that, that was the and he's program suing he was them? part of. He was suing them. So you felt like... Oh, that's and they, hard. The lawyers asked during voir dire, like, would you... Um, if someone was wrongly terminated, would you want to uh, pay them $8 million? And everyone was like, no, $8 million? That's insane. Knowing, of course, it would bankrupt this company. And then by the time the trial started, like everyone involved, even though they were working for this nonprofit, they were horrible people. Like everyone involved, the lawyers were all horrible people. The guy who was suing was a horrible person. I think the people who ran this company were horrible. But and the his so you got on the trial. Got on the trial. Did your fiance or boyfriend or whatever or he was, he was just he was just he was that just guy. guy. That guy. He was just the guy who did that guy who was chef, chef make it? And I was like, yeah. And oh I was my. like, oh, he's a chef of Bouchon. I want to know who he is. Um, and that's just kind of where I was at. And there were like four of us that would have lunch together every day. We, I was on the trial for two weeks. Were you sequestered? We were not sequestered. <laughs> thank God. Thank I God. would love to be sequestered. But you get to know <laughs> people so because you're not allowed to talk about the trial. Right. And there's so much time wasted. And do you really not talk about the trial? We really didn't talk about the trial. We really didn't. Hmm. It was hard. I really I wanted to. And then by the time when we could, it was like the floodgates opened once we were in that jury room. And it was like, oh, my God, can you believe that he said that thing? And the lawyers for the plaintiff were like bubbling, bumbling idiots. And they said a lot of crazy things like the trial was for racial harassment. That was part of it, it was wrongful termination and racial harassment. He was suing another employer uh, or another employee for racially harassing him. And, and we all felt that that wasn't true they just didn't like each other but when they were introducing uh during the opening arguments they were like oh uh you're gonna meet they list all of the witnesses you're gonna see and you're gonna meet so and so he's african-american very articulate and i was like you are talking to me about racial harassment you're talking they just mentioned like there's a difference between subtle racism and overt and i'm like you just use the word articulate to describe a black man like do you know Oh my god! <laughs> How <laughs> awful that is! Like, oh really? Is he? Imagine that. So it was stuff like that, <laughs> and then they ended their closing arguments with the definition of the word resignation, like a third grade book report. It was like the word resignation means. And it's like no one thought he actually resigned. Made it very clear in the handbook he didn't show up to work for three days, and that was considered a resignation. So he does that whole thing. He goes, and that's not what I say. That's Merriam Webster. Later on, he makes some reference to Mrs. Webster. So when we got into the jury room, I was like, guys, Mrs. Webster. Did anyone else notice that like 
he thinks a woman named Miriam Webster wrote the dictionary. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and there was like one woman what who... What courthouse is this at? This is the LA Superior County Courthouse. Like downtown? Downtown. Across from the Amundsen. Uh, that, whole, that person passed the bar, everyone. That person that passed person. the bar. And the woman in the trial, by the way, or in the jury who barely spoke any English, even she was like, oh, what an idiot. Like even she knew Merriam-Webster so is not a woman who wrote the dictionary. So where, what jury number are you? Uh, I... I don't remember. Well, where she are you? Like save her number. Hold you on. Could have like a scrapbook. Hold on a second. Are you literally taking notes and everything? Yeah. Okay. Taking notes. Where is your potential future husband sitting in relation to you? I think he was like behind me and to the side, so he could like look lovingly at my back the whole time. He was into me the whole time. I didn't really like. We became friends, but I was like not feeling it. And he was like, "I knew the day you I saw you, I wanted to ask you out." And so he what, waited until the end. Yeah, which was well smart. because they can't talk about it. Very right. awkward. No, we talked all the time. I know, but, but you they, can't talk about no. the case. Yeah. Well, and you and you can't really get you know involved with your fellow jurors. Be very awkward. So no, well, not only that, but if they found out, they would try to dismiss the uh, ruling. If we were dating, probably not. Hmm. I think that might. Uh, we'll have to ask Stacey Keenan. But... Okay, we'll ask Stacey Keenan. <laughs> yeah. She knows uh, everything. So, but wait a minute. So you you go to lunches with this guy mm-hmm. and a couple other jurors, yeah. right? Yep. It's now the um, the last day where you guys are deliberating, right? Mm-hmm. And how long does that last? Um, you know what? We did it pretty quickly because everyone the trial was supposed to be seven days, five to seven days, and this was day ten, and everyone was ready to go. And I was the presiding juror. They don't call it the four person anymore, the presiding juror. Oh, okay. And when I volunteered to do that, they said you have to decide to be the whoever's going to be the presiding juror. They close the door, and I go, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> And everyone oh looked at me God. like I was crazy. Did they get it? And then Steve goes, I second the motion. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so right for so each other. So wait a minute. So they don't, they, you have to, I mean, you have to, I didn't know that. that yeah. For the yeah. four person. You have to pick the four person. And then anytime you have a question, which we didn't know this. So if you ask a question, they have to call everyone back into the courtroom, everyone, mm-hmm. all the lawyers, the judge, all the people involved, and then ask the question. And like, we had some dumb questions because we like weren't entirely clear. We're like, you know, they definitely, these guys didn't get along and may, there was probably some harassment. You could call it harassment, but it didn't seem based on, on his race. So we like went back in and we were like, can we say yes to harassment? And they were like, no. <laughs> Racial harassment's illegal. This other, and wasn't sexual harassment, but just being a dick to someone is not legal. That, I'm sure that's what they use. Not the illegal. Term. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and like, it was so embarrassing. We were like, oh, we just called in everyone to get that question. Okay, Why back to the room. Why not gather a bunch of questions before you do that? Well, we learned our lesson. Okay. And then there was something else. Like I was like, oh, should we see, re-look at this testimony? Because there was a question about this day. And everyone's like, no. No. Let's get out of here. The guys don't ever get sued for anything. Don't get arrested. The The trial system is crazy. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Sorry. See, I'd make a difference. Oh, God. I tried. Well, <laughs> no, not when you're down. like, no, let's get out of here. Well, I, mean, I like, think by that point, people really well, are. Do, you don't do you're the, not getting You don't do the this. vote right away just to you see do, where everyone stands. Yes, we did that. And we, we were all pretty much on the same page. Well, I think. pretty much is not. You also don't have to be unanimous for a civil trial. Right. It's got to be. Yeah. Three people can vote no. Right. I think there was one guy that voted no on part of it. And everyone else voted yes on everything else. Or 
No, we all voted no. So you're you're fin- you, not guilty or whatever comes up. I don't yeah. know. Is that what we're? Yeah. Okay. Or well, yeah, not or, in, in favor of the defense. In favor of the defense, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're packing up your things. Mm-hmm. You're getting your purse and your coat. You're got your keys in your hand. <laughs> you're walking to the car, and Steve. Well, he actually did it before. It was the second to last day. We had lunch and we were walking back and it was very hot out, even though it was January and I was in a sweater and I was sweating as I tend to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) for my Jewish roots. And he said, do you want to, when this is all over, do you want to get dinner sometime? And I went, because I was like so surprised (laughs) and I was like, well, pressure's on for you to have a good dinner. (laughs) Okay. And this the is, by the way, that I married him now is shocking. This is like on the heels of like probably eight bad, bad internet dates. Eight, eighty, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there had been some real, oh, real losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I had been talking to a guy during the trial, and I came in and I was like, "Guys, I met, I met my husband last night," and I didn't know that Steve had a crush on me at the time. And this guy turned out I never actually met him. He he uh, stood me up twice. But I mean, I had been like through it. Oh, you're one of those girls who like, oh, you fall in love over the internet? Well, I was just like, oh, this guy seems so, I mean, yeah, I had, I wouldn't fall in love over the internet, but I got excited about guys and then often, you know, immediately disappointed. But I kept, like the guy I, who I was moved romantic. Without telling you. Like the guy who moved without, <laughs> he, I knew he was moving. He just stopped talking to me. We were like, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. And then he moved and then Wait, we you never made, spoke You had again. a conversation of let's be boyfriend and girlfriend? Yes, yes. Let's try this long distance. And then he stopped talking to me. And then he was just gone. Like a jackalope in the night. <laughs> See, those and are she the was people... like, wait, wait, where'd like, you go? Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I, I moved. Except that he wouldn't even say that. Because he wouldn't talk to me. He just ghosted her. He moved and ghosted her. Did you have sex with this person? I did not, actually. Okay. Thank God. So thank goodness See, this for is, that one. This would be my guest list for my wedding. Like all those people. They're like, you're coming to watch I me get married. I did hear from him like a year later. And I was at that point, like Steve had just moved in. And he was like, hey, back in LA thinking of you. And I didn't know who it was at first because I had deleted his number. <laughs> but I like suspected it might be him. And I looked up his Instagram. And sure enough, he was just in LA. And I... Had so many responses and I just, I didn't say anything. I left it. You should have emoji ghosted him. Funny enough, he, you know, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. He showed me on his second date that he had sent that to a girl, that he had sent her an emoji ghost when she was like, why haven't I heard from you? And I was like, that's so funny. What? No, it's horrible. horrible. There's an emoji ghost? I was ghost? blind. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't even do the Instagram and I got to find emoji ghosts. It's just in yeah, it's like, like it's, sending like a smiley face. There's a ghost. And it's just, a go- just like scroll and that's a little what that bit means? to the right. You've been you'll ghosted. Find it. Well, you can you know it can also mean hi. Are you happy and ready for Halloween? But a lot of <laughs> yeah, people just I- send <laughs> the ghost as that. Oh yeah. Oh. She was like, "What's up? Why haven't I heard from you?" And he sent her ghost, and I was like, "It's so funny." But it's like, no, he's a mean person. Yeah. <laughs> Stop dating right, him. So you Shocker, he going, did it to me. You go on these dates with Steve, right? Oh, yes. in the first date. Was, well, the first amazing. date was Valentine's Day. So we had trouble. Oh, it's a horrible date. Totally. So we had trouble planning because, like, he was working all the time. And I think my parents were in town visiting. So, like, by the time we finally picked a date, it was, like, two weeks after the trial. And it was, like, let's do brunch before. He was working at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's, like, let's have brunch on Saturday. And I didn't have the heart to tell him Saturday's Valentine's Day because it had been so long since he had asked me out. So we finally, like, scheduled the date. 
I go meet him at the restaurant and he has got a red rose and he stands up and he's like, someone told me that it was Valentine's Day and gives me the rose. And then we have like a nice brunch. It was very sweet. I had dinner that night. What was Brandon doing? Oh, that's right. You came over to house to my, uh, to my house for dinner. He was in Australia. Yes, yes, yes. So I, we had a little girls dinner and I was like, guys, I don't know. This juror gave me a rose. I remember that. I think he might be different. <laughs> this juror. <laughs> this it was crazy. There was get, a hungry. You see, I would have gotten uh, married at that courthouse. <laughs> you know what? We we did discuss that, but we both hated the judge so much that we were like, no way. And like, it's not cute. I mean, just to do it yeah. and then have the wedding. You know what I mean? He did tell me he was like, at some point he had planned on asking me to marry him by like taking me somehow back into the courthouse, which I was like, I don't know how you're planning on doing that. And wanted the ring to like be in the seat where I sat. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know how you would but, go like, about that. Can you imagine that. him like, just follow me. And you're like, what are we what doing are we here? You left one of your notes. And then, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be here. Yeah. It smells like old soup. I only got paid seven dollars a day <laughs> bad memories for me um and hannah you, hannah just got back from her honeymoon mm-hmm. we had a delayed honeymoon but i want to go back to the wedding first <laughs> okay because i wasn't invited i'm so i'm curious so about sorry that. that's it oh, that's yeah. it the wedding yeah you it was weren't great invited. it was a, it was amazing was really perfect i loved it the whole we weekend really was were you time. in the wedding uh i wasn't well i wasn't she in the procession role but i what did have a speaking role why Brandon and blessing. I had a speaking role. Why Brandon? Blessing. Why wouldn't I be? Her? I'm, I'm more with her than Brandon. <laughs> oh, God, do you see that we're sorry. pregnant? I know. I'm sorry. It should have been you instead. He's of eating for two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've ever met my husband, but yes, it yeah, should have been you. Cool. I'm sure I like him. He's a chef. <laughs> a very good. chef. If you get pregnant, I'm a doula. No, it's good to know. No way. No. I want that. I d- help deliver this vagina. baby. I, I know. Mm. <laughs> Don't do it. Just don't tell him. <laughs> okay, so then you had the honeymoon, which was like you just recently they just went. Got back. Just went. Yeah. Why'd you wait so long to go? Well, he had started a job right before the wedding, and then I was working Hollywood at Soto. Darlings. At Soto, yeah. He was at Bouchon for many years. Then he I had a year Bouchon. of jumping around. May it rest in peace. Yes. Uh, he was jumping around for like a year and a half, and then he's been at Soto since a little bit before the wedding. And they have been very kind because he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have to leave for two weeks to go get married," and they were like, "No problem." And they have their restaurant group, so they have... uh, Well, they're part of... The owners of Soto also own Rosso Blue, but then they're part of Sprout, which is like... It's basically like all the amazing restaurants in LA are part of Sprout. Republique and Bestia, and I can't think of any more. Oh, Odium. It's it's a great great group, so... Yeah. Very nice people. Okay, so then you've decided to wait for your honeymoon because it's time. Yeah. So by the time... So like, I was on Hollywood Darlings... And then it was like, okay, now we feel like it's time for you. Like he, you can, you can take two weeks off from work again. <laughs> again. And they were totally cool with it and super nice about it. Um, so yeah. So they went to France. We went to France. Oh, what time of year? Um, it was the spring. We actually were very lucky. It could have been, I mean, we went in the very first week of March and we thought it was going to rain every day and we were just kind of like, all right, whatever. It'll rain in France. But it was, it was chilly, but sunny. Which was perfect. Where'd you stay? We stayed in Airbnbs. We did Paris, Lyon, and Bordeaux. What was your favorite? <sighs> really hard to say. I love Paris so much, and I had been once before, but and I still love it. But like the Lyon and Bordeaux are kind of smaller and like a little bit more magical. Um, Lyon, the f- we went there for the food. That's like the food town, and that I mean, I think our best meals were in Lyon. 
And that's really all we cared about. Was we, went, we went to France with a um, Nicole Tom and oh, Allison yeah. Mack. And Allison oh, Mack. Oh, thank God you didn't end up in a cult. Pre-cult. Well, I just pre-cult. found pictures of of us in France. Yeah, behind my all my other frames. You know, I told you I was going through my frames, and there's like pictures beyond pictures beyond pictures. I found several of me and Allison oh, Mack. Was yeah. I in any of them? I think you were actually. Uh, I gotta look through the the file. Post it on the Instagram. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, and tag her. Okay. Oh no, I don't. No, you have to tag <laughs> okay. her. I mean, right. is she taggable? Oh yeah. She's still on Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, the comments are not kind. <laughs> oh yeah. If she doesn't get indicted, she's got to do season three of Hollywood Darlings. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm just I'm saying. Just, I pray for her. I'm gonna pray for her. I love you, Allison. Yes. What, bless come her on heart. the podcast. Let's bless talk her sex cult. Heart. Brand me. Um, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Um, okay, so it was it was a great honeymoon by all intents and person- purposes. Yes, except, except for, for one, one night. <laughs> oh, one 24-hour period. We were in Paris. We really like did the travel well. I think we took the train. Um, we had it all planned out, and it was so easy. The trains there are so, so easy. Um, so we took the train from Paris to Bordeaux very early. And then our last night in Paris, we went and did... I really wanted him to see the Seine and like see... Um, everything at night so we did just one of those like really simple hour-long boat tours and we had been running around all day and by the time we got to the tour it was like nine o'clock we hadn't really eaten dinner and you know it's france everywhere we went there was like a tiny little shop even when we got to the airport we bought sandwiches at this place called paul that's like the french subway and it was delicious yeah every yeah everything like tiny little things you'd get a, a piece of bread and it was the best bread you've ever had so there was a stand at the boat and they were serving sandwiches, and we got these ham and cheese sandwiches, and then he microwaved them, so I was already like, oh. Oh, no. This doesn't feel right. And and we, like, it reminded me of, like, not that I, I always went to Jewish camp, so there was never ham and cheese at camp, but. Not Russian like, camp. Not Russian camp. <laughs> not Russian camp. <laughs> <laughs> but Jews love their summer camp. Um, I think but, Jewish parents love getting rid of their kids. <laughs> also true. Also. But, and it was, like, the spongy bread. Like, I started to eat it, and I was like, uh this, it didn't taste like it had gone bad. It just wasn't tasty. And I was like, I don't think I want this. And Steve's like, it's okay. So he ate it. We had the boat ride. It was great. We get back early morning. We get on the train. And Steve's like, eh, I don't feel, I have a headache. And we make it to Bordeaux. And like, thank goodness, our, we were planning on just dropping off our bags. And luckily we got to the Airbnb and the guy was there. And he's like, our other guests have left. So we, this place is yours. You don't have to wait until five to check in. You can just stay here. And Steve's like, you know what? Let's take like an hour long nap before we go explore. Great. Well, half an hour later, he's in the bathroom and it's just, it's coming out everywhere. And he Ugh. just, I should, such an awful person for sharing that about my husband. Mage food poisoning. <laughs> On a podcast, but just awful food poisoning. And we weren't sure if it was food poisoning or, you know, he's convinced it was, especially because he's in the food industry. So he's like, things need to be rotated at a certain time. And he's just like mad at that guy. He's like, that guy should have known that that sandwich had gone bad. It shouldn't be out for longer. Oh, like they care. They don't the, have the same rules. Yeah. No, like, they don't. They don't. Please. They really don't. We had Remember a cheese plate at one restaurant that got just passed around yep. from table to table. Yeah. And they would just cut off the ends. And Steve's yep. like, they would never I know. do that in the U.S. We ate. Do you remember we went to that supermarket and we got the cheese and the little things of wine? And, and the, then we went the to the plastic bottles of wine. Yep. And, went to yeah. the garden at Notre Dame. Right. Mm. I mean, we were eating cheese that was like practically running because it was so warm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And it all smelled like feet. 
But yeah. it was also at like in the middle of summer and it was 100 yeah. degrees. Oh, yeah. Nothing's really like refrigerated. It was all yeah. delicious. Yeah. But yeah. We yeah, didn't get sick. Like no, sandwich. we didn't, thankfully. But uh, well, I'm glad that was only. It was, it was only, only like the one, one day. And it was like the one day that it was pouring rain. So even he was like, you should go out. And I was like, I don't I don't know this. Like if we'd been in Paris and I'd been a little more familiar, but I, and all, it was absolutely like, and boring. what run between shops. Yeah. What am I going to do? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he did post because I, I, I was trying to live vicariously through your Instagram. And I was happy that you guys weren't posting that much because it meant you were just yeah. enjoying and having a good time. But every so often there would be a picture. And then there was one of Steve being like, wah, wah, like day, whatever, <laughs> food poisoning and it's just the back of hannah it, she's just like on the bed like you know watching something on netflix and i was like oh no i had no idea that he took that or posted that until like much much later and i was like wait thank god i'm That's- like watching something that i don't know isn't <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing you're not watching like um <laughs> oh god what is it my girlfriend watches all the time and she loves it but it, it has just has multiple sex scenes there's in it. so many there's something and she watches it on the plane steve is convinced and she's like looking around she's like ah oh, fuck it i don't care and i'm like oh my oh, it's no, so graphic there's so many tv shows with all these like crazy sex scenes that i watch and it's not like on purpose they're just like outlander and right, steve right, will right. always like come home like at the time <laughs> And he's like, what are you watching? <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's there's content here. There's story. I they promise, just 40 minutes before this was very be boring. That's <laughs> so I, funny. Because uh, I'm a Howard Stern fan. Mm-hmm. So, and my friend, I have a friend who's not familiar, not that she's not a fan, but she's not familiar with Howard Stern. Like, she's yeah. only heard the rumors about Howard Stern. And he, for me, he's the number one top interviewer mm-hmm. of all time. Like he's insane. He's amazing. But every time she gets in the car and I have a Howard Stern on, oh, yeah. it's yep. pussy. Right. It's tits. It's Ron taking dildos up his ass. It's <laughs> like it's like it's like, you know, it's and I'm going it the show's not about this. Trust me. <laughs> this is just it, yeah. it's just not about this. Yeah. So I get that. Mm-hmm. So you write I write. With Christine. With Christine. Yes, we write together. And then Hannah, we both write separately too. Okay. Um, what's the biggest challenge of writing with Christine? <laughs> Just be honest, Hannah. This is the time to let it out. Oh, God. I, I really My schedule? <laughs> yeah. Okay, her schedule. Also, she's also very aggressive when she doesn't like something. No. <laughs> we, uh, oh, at least not for liar. Well, I don't know. There's no, like, nothing's precious between us. Like, there's yeah. no ever, there's just no um, hurt feelings. Because no. I think both of us just know, nothing's personal. No. If something's not working. We also, like, mostly agree. Yeah. So and really I mean, and now issue. and then, like, we'll do passes on each other's stuff. Because um, we, we always outline together, and then we decide who's going to write mm-hmm. what. And then we go off, and one person will start. And then the next person will hand it to the next person. And I usually do, if it's Hannah, I usually do a pass Mm -hmm. on what she's done. And then I continue on. And if there's a joke that you're like, I just, I miss that joke. Okay, great. Put it back in. No big deal. You know what I mean? Um, We fight for things every so often. I really feel like it needs to go this direction. But in general, I say we always pretty much agree, which I think you have to if you're going to be a writing team. Yeah. Oh, I see. I would think they're different. Although. Well, I mean, it's good to have a different perspective. Yeah. So, yes, but then w- you talk through it and then you're like, one of you is going to say, oh, yeah, you're right. Great. And that's what happens. Yes. And then, uh, I mean, and we come from, I think we, I always think that Hannah's jokes are super funny. 
and like she always surprises me and i and i, I feel the same way about her and thank which god is, that's the fun thing is like then i get the script back from her past and i'm like ooh, i didn't even think of that and that's why that's why it it's works fun. um although it has only been problematic when <laughs> worst ever we were up for a job last year can I talk Ooh, about this? Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I won't say what it oh, is. We were up for a job last year and we, you know, Hannah and I have been writing together for several years now and we've gotten really close on selling a couple things. One show they really wanted and then it sat on a shelf in development at a studio for a year and then they're like, oh yeah, we're not going to make that. Like <laughs> now it's, it's just on TV that's as normal. Else's. Now it's on TV as someone <laughs> else's show. Um, so, you know, it's hard and it takes a lot of time and it takes a, it feels like it takes a lot of energy in which you're not really getting monetarily right. paid for. So that being said, um, you know, we were up for a show last fall and uh, we had gotten this close on a couple of other things and we got it as a writing team. To and staff on it? To staff. Yeah. And I was really excited because it just felt like, oh my God, like finally, you know, it's happening. And the showrunners were so lovely and it would have been such a fun show to work on and it would have been just, I mean, really just a wonderful, lovely, little happy place. And it was a sitcom. So, I mean, you know, we would have been home by like 5.30, Yeah, they were both like, we have families and we like to see them and that's who you want to work for. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) So anyway, problem being, I didn't know at that time when we went in for our last, um, our final callback, I didn't know whether Hollywood Darlings was going or not for a second season. So... I was in this weird limbo spot of do I take this meeting? Do I not take this meeting? And of course your agents are always like, go take the meeting. No, no, no. We'll always take the meeting. Take the meeting. Okay. So we went out, took the meeting. We get the job. And a day later, Hollywood Darlings gets picked up. And it's going to be filming right in the middle of the season of this other show. Yeah. And I tried really hard to work it out and say I could be there for 10 weeks and then my partner will take over. But it will all be written already and she can take over. And they just were like, no. We want you both and we want you both for the whole time and it's not going to work out. And it was horrible. It's horrible to turn down a job, especially when you work so hard for something. And then it was it sucked for Hannah because, you know, she couldn't even get anything out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Luckily, though, we got I think it it all worked out. It happened. You know, I felt horrible about it. You were really gracious about it, thankfully. But we got to I mean, then I got to work on Hollywood Darlings, which originally was going to be a three week job and turned into 11 12 weeks yeah right. hannah got promoted to a um she was a you were a consulting producer mm-hmm. and, then and then you became a supervising producer so that was awesome yeah and i'm so proud of the season so i think it's gonna be good now i'm you know trying to staff alone because she's an actress How, how's that go- how's that going Is well it- it's it's the time now so now it's starting it'll start in, in a couple weeks so we'll see because so, we have to see what gets picked up yeah yeah and then it's like Three weeks of crunch time and everyone's yeah. pretty. What shows insanity. have you have you staffed on? Um, I was I started off my first show was a show called CVTV, which is how I met Christine. I remember that. I actually went to the set of that. Yeah, rest in, rest yeah. in oh peace, TV. Oh God, is she still working? That girl? No, she unfortunately she passed, passed, away. passed away. You got to be kidding me! No, no. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it yeah. happened. What happened? <sighs> this this she took suffered, a downturn. Yeah. yeah. She suffered from uh, some mental health uh, yeah. and depression. Which she was very open about. Yeah. And, and she unfortunately took her own life. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. It was really sad. When? She's a really talented um, girl. Six months ago. <gasps> seven months ago. What was she doing before that? Anything? Um, She had done a few things. I mean, she was so talented. She yeah. was absolutely hysterical. 
Um, she, she, she was like a YouTube. She was like a, a YouTube star. She yeah. was like kind of one of the first ones to like get a show. Yeah. Out of just yeah. doing characters. Yeah, right. doing characters on YouTube. Worked on the show with her. She was a delight to work with. Um, she had two seasons of that show, and then on I know she did something with Brody Jenner. Yeah, she did like a a live. It was like a filmed podcast for E. Yeah. Oh, I remember sex, that. Yeah, show, yeah, yeah. Sex with Brody. Yeah. Yeah. She was his co-host, I think. Oh no! Yeah. Did you go to the funeral? Um, there was a like kind of memorial thing that was put together by some people who had worked. I think it was some friends, but they included all of the Stevie TV people, and that was that whole experience was amazing. I was with not the funeral, but um, <laughs> the people I worked with. The writers' room was really incredible. It is kind of crazy because I was the only woman on that show for a show starring a woman, which is whatever. That being said. They were a bunch of feminist men, and they were fantastic. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. They full and they fully respected my opinion, and would be like, like when I said, "Hey guys, let's not make fat jokes about Khloe Kardashian." Like we're past that, and our audience is probably going to be heavier than she is. And they totally were like, "Yep, got it." You're oh, right. cool. So they, it was a great group of guys that I still talk to, pretty much all of them. Can I ask how she took her life? No, let's not go there. I'm just got to know, and so do the fans. I think you're like not supposed to say, aren't you like not supposed to say, if you need help, call someone. If you are feeling down. Oh, right. Yeah. Call someone. Yeah. Someone will be there for you. I can't believe it. She was so funny. Yeah. Well, tragedy. Depression is a very strong. People got issues. You don't ever really know what someone's going through in their life. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So Hannah and I met uh, doing that show because I got cast um, in a sketch and then mm-hmm. they brought me back for another sketch and another sketch. Did you do like a Housewives sketch? I or did. Something? Yeah. I played um, Taylor. Uh, oh from my God. Beverly oh, Hills. Right. And I had these crazy big lips and yes. it was so fun. It was really just like a, such a blast. All of the watching of reality TV shows I did really yep. came in handy for that show. Because I was like, yes, I know that one. Yes, I know that I'm- one. And now I can make fun of it. And I was like, see? I'm See, obs- it was worth it. Yeah. No, I'm obsessed too. I mean, there's not one that I miss. Are you watching Love After Lockup? No. She did watch my 30 Day Fiance. I 90 did. Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. I went on a binge on that over New Year's. <laughs> Which season? The most recent. So it's the one with. Okay, you didn't see the one with Muhammad. Yes, I did. No, I didn't see the one with Muhammad, but I saw them on a other like a happily ever after question mark. Yeah, they do that. They do that. Oh. They do a season of that. Yes, too. I watched that also. That's how I got into it. I started happily ever after, and then I watched the um, recent season before that. Oh my god, it's so that show. That I think that show's genius. Night Day Fiance. Oh, it's I, I could not look away. Okay, so the creators of that show created yeah. a show called. Love after lockup. <laughs> oh my god! We literally plug the show every. I, I plug it every time because I feel like everyone should watch the show. Okay. it's only six episodes. We get it? Okay. It's on Wee TV. Uh huh. Um, so on demand, we. Um, <laughs> and I guess these people have met these inmates on like dateaninmate.com. Uh, and now they're like dating after the fact. So they're about to get released. Oh, so yeah, you, I'm in. you see them right before they get out, and then the whole it's sold. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Are you happy about the Bridezilla return? I don't watch that. I I, I like Married at First Sight. I can't get into it. That's a favorite of mine. Can't Love get into it. Love The Bachelor. Can't get it? Christina, I, I gave I mean, up yeah. on The Bachelor. Oh, The Bachelor's the best. 
Um, I love all Bravo. All of Bravo. The only one that I didn't get into was the To Rome for Love. Oh, my friend produced that one. Sorry. Didn't get into it. <laughs> didn't like it. Um, I'm a bad friend. Uh, no, I love all that shit. Oh, I was gonna say this was a. I didn't want to like talk because I hadn't been introduced yet. But guys, I went in deep on Ashley's Instagram. The girl from Southern Charm, Thomas's new girlfriend. Oh, okay. She looks different in every picture. I don't know what she really looks like. Oh, really? Without makeup, she's an entirely different person. I don't even know. I don't even know how to follow her. I don't even know how to follow her. I saw um, from the second season or from the next episode. Mm -hmm. She there was like a clip of her without the makeup, and Brandon goes, "Oh, in the bedroom, in the bedroom, where she's in the bed." Yeah, that's what made me go look at her Instagram. I was like, "What does she look like?" She looks a lot like Landon, and they're like besties. Oh, they are. Mm -hmm. But sometimes she looks a lot like Landon, and sometimes she looks like an entirely different human being. Wait, where is Landon this season? Landon's she lives in Malibu now. Not on. Oh, I was wondering. I, I, I wonder. I, I keep thinking they're going to bring her back, though. I knew something was. I'm sure she'll be back. For I, I knew something was two. missing. So she went back to Malibu. I guess. How are they besties? Well, she's from Santa Barbara, so there's like all these pictures of them in California together. So that I don't know if she knew Landon first or she what. She had to have. This is. It seems set up. I mean, the girl's obviously trying to get on TV. Come it, on. It seems set up. Yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> I'm so upset. I love Chelsea. Love. I love how they say her name, Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> her name's Chelsea. I'm loving the Chelsea. girl power. Like I. Oh, oh my I gosh! Really, oh, no. I'm excited about this season. Yeah, I am excited. Yeah, um, that JD's in trouble. Ooh. They were not happy with him. Oh my god, it was so amazing. good. Uh, yeah. Naomi, really. I mean, from God, <laughs> we're not being, a reality podcast. I know, but, like, I know, but we have but to still. talk about the Southern Trip. <laughs> Naomi, from being like a periphery character, has really come full oh, force. Yeah, she was given everyone the business, and I realized we're going to see her nose job. She got because a nose job? She got a nose job. That was one of the things I liked the most about her was her I nose. Know. How do you know that all this inside Oh, she posted stuff. it. Uh, and now... So you follow about her everyone. Once the show started... It was like on, you know, Us Weekly or something. Uh, she looks so unique, so pretty. I know. And then I realized, I was Shame. like, wait, that's still her old nose. So I think it's going to happen like during the season. Maybe she breaks it or something. I don't think so. Maybe Craig breaks she it. She was like, I needed to... Oh, <laughs> you don't know. So, with his sewing so machine... <laughs> But I did go to watch what happens live at you went, the you Will went Turn at this the Will week. Turn. Shut up. Who'd you see? You know what? It was kind of disappointing, guys. It was well, Milo Ventimiglia and Ricky Martin, who like I saw cool, that whatever, but I don't know. It's an odd parent. I get excited about reality TV stars. You know, you live in Hollywood, like there's I, very few celebrities I have who are like, this, oh my God. I have yeah. this conversation with Christine every week. I say, I've worked with Streisand, I've met um Elizabeth Taylor. But and I don't fan out. Yeah, you put fucking Nene Leakes in front yeah. of me or Portia Williams or something, and I will freak out. Totally, I will freak out. Yeah, I did. that's what I want to see. I met Tamar Braxton. Yesterday. Tamar, uh, I did the Steve Harvey show with her. She was mm-hmm. on the panel. Love Steve Harvey. Super sweet, so nice. She's but a... I'm like calling him, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, we're besties right now. We we exchange numbers. He's like, ah. Oh, why didn't I go with you? I should have gone with you. He's like freaking out. Well, I had met her. I had met her at the green room at Sirius XM in New York because mm-hmm. um, she was going on one show and we were going on another show promoting. Um, is when I did that renovation show for oh, yeah. um, FYI. Oh, no. What network was it? I think it was FYI. DIY. D- no, I don't remember. Anyway, I did a renovation <laughs> show with Alyssa Milano. Uh-huh. And anyways, so it was a special. So we were going around the Sirius circuit and she was going in 
for something as well. And her her mother and her father oh. were there. And Vince, who she's divorcing. Did she get divorced? I don't know. She allude she said some a couple of things, alluded to a few things, but from her own life, but I don't she didn't talk about it specifically. We are the Brexton's and you see. I didn't watch that one. The Um, Vanderpump Rules kids were there, though. All of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To take pictures with them after, and I saw Lala. I saw um, Jax and his girlfriend last year at the NHL All Star game here in LA at LA Live. We were sitting next to each other in the bar. Oh, I talked to him because he's from Michigan, and it turns out he's from the same town where my sister teaches. Everyone's from Michigan. That was our, everyone's he, from Michigan. There's is a he a Russian Jew? He's definitely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so th- that was, was it a long taping? Do they tape No, much? it's so quick because it's half an hour, and it right. was like a little bit before, and then they do an after show after, so it's really fast. Yeah, and did, so after the show, do they like come out? Like what's a... No, well... I was there with my friend who's a member of the TV Academy. So it was an FYC. We didn't get gift bags, but we did get to try food by the Top Chefs, which I've been always wanting to do that. I love Top Chef. And it was really good. It was the final three from this season. Oh, wow. And they just like handed out a couple of little things and it was delicious. That's great. It was good times. But there were crazy people there. The fans of Andy Cohen are insane. Yeah. And we were sitting next to these people. And I don't know if they were part of the FYC event or they were just like fans. We were sat in the super fan section and they were screaming the whole time. And they were taking pictures. And like the poor producer came over three times every commercial break and was like, please don't yell out stuff while we're shooting. And please don't take pictures while we're shooting. You can totally do it during the commercial breaks because it is live. Right. In the right. East Coast. And then she kept t- looking at me and she's like, you're very calm. And I was like, yeah, well, and I used to <laughs> work. I mean, I used to work for Andy's show. So I was you like, did? he's my old boss. Yes. yes. Which show? It was called Then, then and, and now, now with Andy Cohen. Oh, Bravo. I saw that. You did that show? I did. I was a producer on that show. I didn't like it. Oh, I didn't like well, it. Well, all right. Okay. Well, I, tell us me, how you really feel. Well, no, no. And I don't mind. I mean, I wanted yeah. to like it. I just was like. It's he's not that kind of host. Like he, what I love about Andy is he fans out too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was too like Barbara Walters, yeah. kind of. Yeah, feeling. it got a little like it was. It, it kind of felt like it was meant to be serious. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I but just, then I, I was wasn't. Like, as, no, aren't we talking about like Fruit by the Foot and and like I know we were trying to like have some games and stuff. Yeah, going. I just it feel just like it wasn't did. his niche. I I love him on the dating game thing or, yeah. or the whatever the. Uh, um, you know what you're talking about. I can't think of what whatever. It's called. Connect love connection. Love That's connection. It. Think he's great on that. Great kind of show for him. D- let's not try to get Andy into a serious like docu. Yeah. Re- yeah. No. No. He should do the reunions and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he should write funny books about parties that he's been to. That's stuff I want to hear about. Yeah. Agreed. We've been trying to get on Watch What Happens Live. Ugh. Me, Jody, and Beverly. <gasps> yes. And they. It's like a flat out like no. Yeah, you guys are like, like no. not. You're not that caliber. Oh, that would be so. Fun. I guess not. You're not the caliber of. James We're not Taylor. movie stars or reality <laughs> stars. No, I think that if you guys were fanning out about his shows, like some of the celebrities do, mm-hmm. then you'd have a better chance. I of do fan on. out about all the housewives. I, I'm talking yeah. about. I'm talking about. We have a real housewife reference in Hollywood I'm, Darlings. I'm talking about constantly tweeting to like the you know. The, that you kind of thing. Of that. Well, yeah. Beverly's watching Jag, so I don't know how I'm going to get her. <laughs> She's watching Bravo. Jag. She literally watches like the weirdest shows. <laughs> she like is, does she watch the, like the Up Network? No. Okay. She watches like 
like what my parents her DVR must look like my parents DVR <laughs> she's like I'm just loving this so the new funny. season of Jag or whatever it is <laughs> new I'm Jag. Like, probably stopped airing 10 what, years is ago is that on I don't even <laughs> what's know she like, what's that Texas Ranger one the, uh, Walker yeah well, is she watching Texas Walker probably, Texas Ranger probably oh they, my god I don't know who I feel like maybe Michael controls the remote I'm not really sure <laughs> what would be the dream staffing job show wise that's on now Um, that's on now I'm sorry it's on True TV I'm obsessed with it i'm sorry yeah, yeah. it's uh andrea savage she's a comedian and she writes and acts in it and she's just like hollywood mom um it's just uh oh i've heard about yes, 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 yes. tom everett scott tom everett scott is that his name yeah, yeah he yeah, plays yeah. her husband and it's just very funny irreverent i mean to be honest like for me the tone i think of hollywood darling season two is very similar to i'm sorry and the fact that like it's just people who are like living normal ish lives in Hollywood, but just not afraid to go there and like really laugh at it and, and have a fun time. Is that coming back for another season? Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was there a job you ever got fired on? Uh, no, no, I didn't get asked back to the second season of Andy Cohen and I didn't get asked Stevie TV. Did they have a second season of Andy Cohen? They did. Um, I think the entire staff was different. Um, Stevie TV, they had asked me to come back because Partners had been canceled. I like did Stevie TV, then I did Partners, and I was like, I've made it. I'm on a CBS sitcom. We're airing After How I Met Your Mother. We're before Two Broke Girls, when Two Broke Girls was like a massive hit. Mm-hmm. My, I'm good. And six episodes later, we got canceled. Which I think if we had been on the year a year later, I, we yeah. wouldn't have been canceled. It was I'm just like as the surprised. ratings were switching. We just had a writer from Two Broke Girls on here. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm very surprised that show got canceled. It had like all the makings of, you know. You know, it was Creators of Will and Grace. Yeah. Really great. Um, it was Michael Urie, who's hysterical, David Crumholtz. Right. Brandon, um, oh my God, Ralph <laughs> and Sophia Bush. They were all fantastic. But there's no rhyme or reason anymore. How yeah, was... I know. And honestly, it was just numbers that the next year weren't shocking. But at the time, CBS was like, what? We can't handle these numbers. Well, like we had... And they have Big Bang Theory, which still right. is... Like my crazy ex girlfriend, right? We had um, right Dave Hall. Dave Hall on the show. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it yeah. gets like negative numbers. Oh, gets, for sure we got. But, it, yeah. but they get picked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, CW. It's, but it's CW. Yeah, no, I get thing. it. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, uh, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to yeah. anything. But we got canceled, and then um, Stevie TV was like, "Hey, saw your show got canceled. Sorry about it, but we're coming back for season two. And I was like, "Great," but they wouldn't let me go out for staffing during the show, so I didn't go back. What do you mean? Jokes on me. <laughs> so they, was like, she, it was going to be uh, filming, and she wanted to have an out to be able to go take meetings so that she yeah. could set up her and next job. And they said, job, you cannot take meetings. Let her. You could have faked a lot of jokes to them. Well, I'd have to not be exclusive to them. That was the problem. Got it. It was the VH1 show. They need. They had to have exclusive. Apparently. You know, I know. They're very, they're crazy about that stuff. Because it's not just VH1. They're yeah. owned by a parent company. By the yeah. way, did you watch the reboot of Top Model with Tyra? I did. <laughs> and I'm so it was, happy. I'm not. Oh, because I hated it with, what's her name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just think I'm not happy with who the winner was. Um, you didn't think the ball girl should win, did you? No, Christiana. That's who I thought was going <laughs> to win. Please. The whole, season, the whole season I thought she was going to win. Of course. She was the best. She was adorable. I she thought, was, she, yeah. I thought she, she should have won. Win. She represented body diversity. She represented age diversity. She was so sweet. Yeah. And she but was a great I model. I wasn't Please. upset by who won. I just didn't think she was, the, I didn't think she was going to win. Yeah. 
But I, I mean, she's, a, she's gorgeous, that girl. Yeah. Okay, can we get back to Hannah and her writing? Sorry, you and your writing. Um, <laughs> I'm not watching Top Model. Um, You're not watching Top Model? I didn't even know it was back on. I feel VH1. like I watched that like 10 years ago. It's <laughs> yeah. back. It's correct. Okay. Uh, so... When Hannah got RuPaul's her- Drag Race, you watching it? Yes. Okay, but go anyway, ahead. when I'm Hannah kidding. got <laughs> I'm the job on Stevie TV, mm-hmm. was it Stevie TV? The very first time, uh-huh. um, her dad was like, "She's like, I got my first like, writing job." <laughs> I'm and, so glad you remember this because I don't. Yeah, she's like, "I got my first writing job, Dad. This is really great." And she's telling me this as the two of us are doing a sketch together, and it was like literally the <sighs> first time that I knew she was a writer and producer on the show. But I, I, we, she sometimes would. I act. sometimes acted him. So it was the first time we'd really gotten a chance to to chat. And she's telling me the story. Her dad's like, well, just be careful in those writer's rooms, Hannah. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> she was like, huh? Uh-huh. Like, what? A, how do you not know 1987. That, yeah, he was like, probably thinking back to the days of like Cheers when people yeah. were just doing coke. Right. SNL. Taxi. Yeah, taxi. <laughs> like, like, Dad, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're not doing coke in the writer's room of Stevie TV, but okay. <laughs> Definitely was not happening. No. Like, no, these are, it's nerds now. We're nerds, nerds. who write in comedy yeah. rooms now. Yeah, yeah exactly. you guys are like YouTubers and like. We're not YouTubers. YouTubers. Mm, no. Yeah, that's the writing room. Not you. Yeah, not any writing rooms I've been in, but definitely no one's partying Bloggers. like crazy. A lot of people do come from the blogging world. That's um, true. You may know Hannah, uh, even though she was not featured um, on this season of Hollywood Darlings. <laughs> last season, because she was behind the scenes more, last season um, she was in an episode. It was the breastfeeding episode. And she oh, I that. played, yes. if you watched the first season, <laughs> she played the crazy uh nonprofit woman of boob and dumped milk all <laughs> over my head. Oh, it was good times. Yeah, it was good times. <laughs> I was so nervous because obviously we only had one take, so I was like, I have to get it right. I have to get it because the first time that we did act together on Stevie TV, I had to throw we were doing a parody of Basketball Wives and the artist. The artist had just won best picture and so it was a black and white thing and stevie and christine throw water in each other's faces and then i feel left out and i just throw water in my own face and i got it wrong on the first take (laughs) which like is really hard to not throw water in your own face correctly so then it was like the pressure was on well i had to dump this giant container of Of almond milk supposed to be breast milk on top of christine's head so i got that part because i made the name hannah in the outline (laughs) Oh, See how, how nepotism works. <laughs> I nepotized myself. That's right. Well, why don't you just write one of the regular characters as Allah? <laughs> well, I that's what happened this year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I showed up. See? I showed up. Um any bad like experiences with actors who don't like something that you've written? Um You don't have to name the actor or anything like that. But not, if you want to, it'd be great. Not really. I'm trying to, th- I've been very lucky. I've been very, Hollywood Darlings was like an absolute dream. I mean, the three girls, like you can't ask. Except for, for that one. Yeah. Except I won't say Jody. which one of the three. No, <laughs> just kidding. totally kidding. No, I mean, you Ryan cannot Ryan ask for like three people. No, I'm kidding. Were, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> they're acting and producing and they were all like, you guys were just like, everyone's super nice, super smart. They all get it. They like know how to make every situation even funnier than it is. So that was a dream. I really have like only gotten along with the actors I work with. I just saw Sophia Bush a couple weeks ago. I haven't Aww. seen her since the show. We or we kept in touch after the show for a while. I haven't seen her in a little while since she's been in Chicago. I did. Um, I volunteered at March for Our Lives. Yes, I went. I went. I wish I had just gone. 
I will never volunteer. Why? What did you? What's the volunteer? Something like this. I had to what's, show up at six a.m. What does the volunteer do? I was a peace ambassador, so I have to show up at six, and um, you know, you just sign, you show up and say I'm here. I went with my friend Mary Beth, and they gave us a T-shirt, and then they were like, "Here's where you're supposed to be at," and it, you have like three hours until anyone's really there. So part of my job was standing on the corner. We were pretty close to where the speeches were. There's this guy selling merchandise on the corner and it's not official merchandise. So they want me to tell people as they come up to buy the t-shirts. So awkward. Yeah. To be like, Hey, this is not the merchandise that actually goes to the organization. That's there. That's here. And they're like, you know, try to be (laughs) secretive about it. So I am just like creeping up to people and being like, do you, if you're going to buy a t-shirt, you should go down that way. And then the guy's like, Hey, are you taking people away from me? He's like, I'm just trying to make a living. And I was like, I know. He's like, well, mine's for charity too. I was like, what charity? And he said some name and I looked it up. It doesn't exist. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just like let him have some people after that. Oh God. And then I had to stand in between the pro the counter protesters. Oh no. So we were like forming a line, holding hands. It's there were like 15, 20 people there, maybe doing the counter protesting. Forming a line like Red Rover, Red Rover. Yes. Red Rover, Red Rover. Don't cross this line and kill each other, please. So it's like all the marchers and then all the peace ambassadors and it's on this corner and then police behind us and then the protesters. We were there for three hours in that specific space. I it was horrible. It was just people screaming at each other. And by the end, I like kind of hated our side, too, because I was like. What are you, you're going to yell at these guys? Like, they cared enough to come out here. No, yeah, but how big, convince them. And how big of, can they, how big of a crowd can it be? I mean, we're in Los Angeles. Like, Oh, no, there were 20 people. Yeah, I'm, it was I'm nothing. like, I can't imagine, like, pro NRA, you know. Uh, yeah, it was not a big group. And people would come up to us and be like, why are you protecting them? And it's like, no, we just don't want you guys to fight. And, like, they have a permit to be there. And this is a protest, you know, for nonviolence. And why right? are you engaging? Just keep marching. Oh, it was constant. God. So we were just, like, in the middle of it. But the fun thing was I see a bunch of people, like, marching by. It was, like, Connie Britton. And then I see Sophia. And I've been told, don't talk to the actors. And I was like, well, I'm going to talk to the one that I know. <laughs> I was like, Sophia, <laughs> just like, oh, my God. So I'm, like, trying to hug her. But I'm still holding on to everyone, even though. It's not like she was going to break through the barrier. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, are you OK? So that was fun. How do you mo- how do you volunteer? Like, where do you go? Like, you how just sign you- up online before. My how far in advance? It. Oh, I mean, I think I signed up like the week before or something. Two weeks before. I'm, I'm sure do- you could have signed up the night before. I don't do it. Do it don't do it. Just go up and show. No, because I want the free T-shirt. Oh, my yeah. God. It wasn't it wasn't worth. I was so that night I went to a basketball game and I was so like triggered by people yelling at each other oh, so there sure. was like it was the michigan versus florida to get into the final four i know i i listen i'm a i'm not a i hate the Knolls, so i don't even want to <laughs> so i'm happy that it, michigan won they didn't win the first game did they well you have you can't lose in the tournament and move on. oh that's right you're yeah. right it was the final it was the final eight it was this was the elite eight yeah yeah sorry and i was in the michigan section and someone started saying something someone there were a couple florida guys in our section and they were saying something about the seminoles and they they spelled it there was a cheer that where they spelled and someone goes oh good for you you can spell seminoles and i was like don't fight don't fight because <laughs> it had just been hands. a few hours before that and i was like they're gonna kill each other so it just it was emotionally draining it was how, how long did you stay there i was there for a total of like six hours it's long my feet hurt from just standing it was can next you tell, time i'll just go to the march yeah, yeah i tell, went but i want the t-shirt i was gonna tell you 
So before I got into writing, yes, I did improv. Oh yes, I did improv for many years in Chicago, and um, and then I did some still out here at the Westside Comedy Theater as part of this group called Mission Improvable. <laughs> just yeah that was short form comedy pretty fun we did a show so we did some tour shows and we did a show that was a group of kids that it was basically like a make-a-wish kind of trip so they I, most of them had cancer most or all wow and we're doing this show and first of all i realized they're also orthodox jews and you always had to take it with the Jews. I know. It's just a thing. <laughs> always back to the Jews. You, are you rubbing it in my face <laughs> because I'm Palestinian? <laughs> yeah. Let's, we'll have a, we're going to settle Middle East peace right here, right, right now. Go ahead. Um, well, the reason it was important is because we played a game where you bring the kids up on stage and they move you around. And I realized because they're um, Orthodox Jews, there's something called Shomer Shabbos and boys can't touch girls and girls can't touch boys. And I realized like we have to be careful of who we bring up on stage to move us around. That's how we are too, I think. I mean, yeah. Kids can, obviously. I know. I realized after the fact we probably yeah. was okay, but it was like, let's yeah. just avoid that. But the thing that really sucked is all these kids are sick and we play this game called um, Mr. Know-It-All. And it's like you ask a question and then the actors say one word at a time to answer the questions. Like you can answer any, qu- ask any question in the world some kids like what's the cure for cancer and they're like oh shut it and i think we were just like well good question the answer and you know everyone's like delaying as long as possible i think it was like the cure is love oh Oh, man as a cancer survivor i I know it was so (laughs) what were you gonna say Oh, that was horrible. And then I got hired to do this one night gig. It was a murder mystery. And the guy's like, it's what, super Where are you easy. at? This is in LA. I'm in LA pre-Stevie TV. Because I wouldn't have taken this job. If I had. This is like a dinner. This is like a dinner. Th- so it was a company was celebrating um, that they had had like a million dollars in sales. Some kind of insurance company. And so it's for, they're having a fancy dinner downtown. Hey guys, we made it. Let's let's murder mystery dine. So they hire this company to do this murder mystery thing, who was connected to this improv theater I was part of. And they didn't tell the gig is they don't tell everyone that it's a murder mystery. Oh. They tell them, guys. Oh God. They oh tell no. them that they're seeing a stand-up comedian. Oh no. So it's this guy, his name is Joe, and he comes in and he's like, Hey, yeah, I'm Joe, I'm a stand up comedian. And then he's got a guy who's his agent, and it is like they belonged in the cast of like in the movie Annie. You know, <laughs> the agent, like he was very slick. And then I'm playing his girlfriend. And then I think there was another, there was a photographer maybe. Are you like chewing gum and stuff as his girlfriend? I was not doing my like, you know, gangster's mom. Like, no. Um, (laughs) But I had just had knee surgery. So I was limping. And then the whole plan is that we're going to go and say hi to everyone and talk to everyone. And then his wife is going to show up. And after I've been introduced as the girlfriend, so now I'm pretending not to be the girlfriend, but everyone knows I am. And then he goes up to perform, takes a drink of water from this water bottle that's moved around throughout the evening and drops dead. And then we pull him off and then it's like, there's been a murder. Who is it? And you bring people up and and they're like, you know, we figure it out as we go. There's no script. You just kind of play it. And we're like, okay. And I knew the girl who was playing the wife and I didn't know anyone else ahead of time so we go for this party and it turns out like 
he has basically this stand-up comedian who no one's heard of has come with an entourage. He's got his agent. He's got his girlfriend. He's got his best friend. In real life. In and that's what these people think. Oh, okay. They don't know what's going on. Okay. And they're all there, and none of them are allowed to bring plus ones. So they're like, <laughs> oh, the people no. who work for this company are already pissed to begin with. Because like, why does this guy get to bring this whole group? I've never heard of him. I don't want to see him do stand-up. And why are they talking to us? Mm-hmm. I'm like introducing myself to everyone. And they're like, it's great. his girlfriend. And they're like, okay, when why are you start? here? Like, no, it's also it's supposed to be like an hour of that and then the stand up. But dinner is delayed. So that's not happening. So it's a solid two hours of me talking to these people <laughs> and the wife shows up. So now I'm the one having an affair with this guys. I mean, it was not Brad Pitt. And everyone is looking at me like you bitch. You oh are cheap. Like you're the other woman. And I'm getting dirty looks from everyone and is the wife acting against you the wife is pretending that she doesn't know who i am like that i'm there as his photographer and she doesn't know that we're having an affair but everyone else i've already been introduced as his girlfriend and now so now i'm just like i feel so awful because even though i know i'm not the other woman i I feel like it and (laughs) so i decide to just pretend to get wasted so i just keep ordering drinks that look like i think i told them like you know, diet Coke with vodka, but don't put any vodka in it. But I kept ordering it. And so I'm pretending to get drunk and I'm going to the bathroom being like, have you ever loved a man who's unavailable? And oh they're like, God. girl, you should leave him. And I was like, I know. Oh in the bathroom, you're continuing In the bathroom. I'm continuing this act. And it goes on. You're an it's idiot. Two hours. Are you this. out of your mind? She's getting paid. This is the deal. I, getting, I, I, I got paid one hundred dollars oh, no. for this job. I, I know. So why not just like pretend like you're acting, but really just don't do anything? <laughs> Jamie, it's not like I'm just standing. How many I'm getting pe- dirty looks anyway? So I was kind of like, I might as well. How just many go people for are at it. this dinner? Like a hundred. Yeah, they're not gonna know. Oh, you know. and they didn't care. Yeah. So then, by the time he starts to do the stand up and drops dead. They don't care. They're all hammered from the open bar. They just want their dinner. They're like, we don't give a shit. This is stupid. They bring us all up. (laughs) And like the guy comes back as a cop and he's like, there's been a murder. We need to find out who did it. And they're like, we don't care. Oh, no. (laughs) And the guy who hired us to begin with is part of the lineup. And he's like, can we just end this? (laughs) Everyone hate. It was just... Horrific. A hundred dollars I got paid. A hundred. That's a dumb idea. Dollars. It was a stupid idea. I mean, I think they normally do it and tell people, but you got to tell people that they're a murder mystery. Yeah, because you have to know what you're getting. But how do they not know? That's my thing. It's like, I would have been like, this girl is, uh, uh, you know, because I'm sure not everyone that's. this couch feathers <laughs> literally just shedding out, out of the couch. Like, what the fuck? This stupid couch. Um, I. I would think I would be able to tell, like, this is, like, yeah. I'm not sure, I'm sure not everyone was Academy Award winning. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I'd be like, this guy. You had to be looking yeah. at, at this guy coming in who looks like, he, you know, he's an agent from the 1940s who's he's like, hey, you know. Yeah, it's right, yeah. And this is like guys and dolls can't be real. Come on. Come on. So dumb. Yeah. It was really bad. Oh God! And look at you now, and out of work, now. out of work, married to a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how worse could it get, right? <laughs> Wait a minute, are you planning on having children? <laughs> yes. 
Are you? No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. We had no, to the, break the news on the podcast. No, no the look sure that, that's the, the first person that I got was like, <laughs> well, like, who are you? My mother? Yeah. No, I'm just wondering. Are you? Yes. I mean, you're not getting any younger. <gasps> I'm saying oh it because you, know, well, you were just talking. I'm just saying that you know. Yeah. No, we got to start are, planning. Yes, they want children. Yes, we want children. How old is Stevie? He's he's four. He's the same age as me. We're both thirty six. Okay, so you only listen. Yeah, I know. We he came with me to a doctor's appointment once, and she said, "Are you guys planning on having kids?" And we said, "Yeah, we want a couple." And she went, (laughs) 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 and Steve was like, "Why did you just snort?" And she's like, "Um, "You are right. I did do that. I'm sorry." (laughs) She's like, "Well, you just need to get on it." We're like, "We know." Have you checked your eggs? How do you check your eggs? Well, they can check to see how, for, you know. I have how, not done that. That's well. like really invasive. Yeah. We're going to just like see what happens right. first. And yeah. You, have you, you check if you have plug? Some, you yeah. I mean, this is very Pull the plug. What, what do you call it? I don't think you call it pulling the plug. What, what do you call it? Pull the cord? Drop <laughs> Pull the goalie. The, drop the Pull goalie, the goalie. Drop him on his head. What? Uh, oh, God. So wait. Are you, when is that happening? I don't know. Hopefully soon. We'll see. It's all in God's plan. Just kidding. <laughs> Like, that was like an evil laugh, Anna. You're like, <laughs> Listen, after she has this baby, I'm available for for live podcasting, live <laughs> for the birth of your child, doing it. Here's the good news. Go ahead. Whether you have a boy or girl, mm-hmm. um, praise be to God that you'll have one of each or whatever you want. Um, we have lots of baby stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to be done. So I mean, you've already passed me stuff for pre-pregnancy. Yes, I have. So I mean, her fertility test, my ovulation test from the first time around. Okay, so you started that. I just like have it. We're not going to say anymore because like people are going to hear this. Yeah, let them have their private life. God, you don't need to be in the middle. It's for whenever they want to use it. If they want to use it, some people don't even want to use it to miss out on the chance of having a child. Why are you so obsessed? I'm I'm being there for you. I'm sorry that Christine isn't the same. um, I think I'm not the same age when you had Georgia. Huh? I'm the same age that Christine had Georgia. Yeah. No, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like this is it. Like let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's. No one. There's no let's. (laughs) Hannah was one of the first people to hold Georgia. Mm-hmm. She came that first week. Oh my god! I lo- I just found those pictures. I was in the birthing room. <laughs> what What are you trying to one up me? Give yeah, me a break! Much. I literally saw the baby come out. No, you didn't. I did actually. You just didn't know it. Well, you said you were behind the curtain. I was, but I was poking and seeing what was going on because I heard like screaming from the doctor. I thought the baby had died. I was so scared. I can't believe oh, you let god. him in the room. I didn't. I broke in. You know what? Which goes to show you the medical community is not very secure yeah apparently not they know me at that hospital (laughs) (laughs) get it hannah this has been amazing thank you guys thank you so much for being on the podcast i love it i hope Um, you get a job soon (laughs) i hope she does too but i have a child but i also hope that our show comes back and and bring us in and bring us in bring us in a job and then my our show comes back and then she can't do it i'll cry hopefully she's gonna get both you You guys you guys work at we got we got time till season three. Yeah, you, you guys usually sp- shoot in the fall, right? Yeah, usually, but we'll see what happens if we get another if we get another pickup. We you know we always have to wait on Miss Sweeten. <laughs> She's got another schedule we have to work around, and I've got a baby in yeah. my belly. So figure it out, but it's gonna we'll happen. figure it out. I feel very good. Yes, about season three. Um, 
Hannah, where can people find you on social? On social, I'm Hannah Lopayton on Twitter, H-A-N-N-A, Lopayton. That's really it. My Instagram is, I'm not a palindrome. She's not a Hannah. I'm not a Hannah. You're a Hannah. I'm a Hannah, but I'm not a palindrome. There was a book that everyone read in first grade called Hannah is a Palindrome. And the whole thing was Otto makes fun of Hannah for being a palindrome. And then the uh. teacher's like, guess what, Otto? So are you. And the kids <laughs> missed the point because then they'd be like, Hannah, you're a palindrome. And I was like, you didn't read that book very clearly. <laughs> they were the kids in the lower level of reading. I didn't read it because I was in the higher one. Um, I'm not a palindrome. So Hannah. You know, that is such like a, a writer's like memory. You know what yeah. I mean? That is such like a joke for like someone who is going to and obviously just stayed be a with me. Yeah, <laughs> since first grade when they made fun of me for being a palindrome. And I was like, I'm not. Um, it's really just Twitter because in, my Instagram's private. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, why very is, private. Why is your Instagram Well, private? first of all, no one cares. Although I do get when Hollywood my, Darlings things shares, I do get am, stuff. Am Look, I, I'm not going to make enough to like be merchandising. No, things, am I so. following you, though? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I don't just know. I, don't I just know. want I don't people I know, know how to, to work it. I don't know how to work it. So, so I might. If I maybe am. you may. You might not be, but you have to request me, okay, and, and I only approve people I know. Okay, great. Because I'm very private. Great, but you're gonna. Well, we need to get you another Instagram. We need you a little public for the birthing of the child. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> don't give it to him. Don't when he requests you. Is your husband him. Jewish? No, but they did have a Jewish wedding. We did. You. They yeah. had a chuppah. Mm-hmm. You break the glass, or what? Yeah. Okay. Well, he broke the he glass. He breaks the glass. Yeah. He breaks the glass. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Jump over the broom? <laughs> no, they didn't have a broom. <laughs> okay. There were no brooms. Was there a giant chair involved where they lifted you? We didn't do that. My husband is six foot four. Yeah. And not a skinny man. And he said, "I do not want to be lifted in the chair for the horror." We did have a horror, but we just didn't do the chairs, and I was okay with that. We did not need to do that. So is all the food at the wedding kosher? No. Hmm. It was delicious, though. It was delicious. I wasn't invited. I don't know. (laughs) We almost had uh, bacon-wrapped shrimp, and my mom was like, that's (laughs) too far. That's that's double. She was like, one or the other is fine. Both Right, because can you eat eat shrimp? I don't keep kosher. But is shrimp... Shrimp is not kosher, and nor is bacon. But shrimp's not a bottom feeder, right? Yeah, know. it's not yeah. because we can't eat bottom feeders, but we've eaten shrimp. Oh, really? Yeah, we, Muslims. Yeah, we as in Muslims. Yeah, as in Muslims, like when I see pork, obviously. Yeah, um, which I just fed him. I don't know, some my husband's always asking full me full of pork the other night. Perfect. What I don't know doesn't count. My husband's always asking me the rules, but I'm like, I don't know. I've never. I mean, I'm a reform Jew. I'm a really cultural Jew. I don't keep kosher. I never have. Mm-hmm. So, even right, get to the bottom of it. Uh, Hannah, I love your one handle, Twitter. Um, <laughs> Watch Hollywood Darlings. Watch Hollywood Darlings. Season two on every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Pop. Look out for Hannah when she gets her next writing job. We don't know when. <laughs> Look out for Christine and Hannah when they sell a show. We don't know when. Hopefully sooner If they than listen later. to my pitch, maybe they'd have better luck. Okay. And off podcast. Off podcast. And we should do a show called Off Podcast. What does that mean? It's the after it's show. It's the after show after, of all the after, stuff that gets cut? Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, you can follow me at Alec Led. Don't ask. You can follow me at Yo Lakin. And then, of course, our friend... Uh, you can follow me at um, at Stephen Ray Morris. Yeah, 
Sorry. <laughs> what, what was that, Stephen? You just went, Stephen, you just like, yeah. You you thinking, having a stroke? thinking about the cats again. <laughs> and you can follow Worst Ever at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter. Hey, guys, send me some nice emails. Send him some notes. Worst Ever Podcast at gmail.com. Buy some merch. Buy some merch. We'll hear you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.